Everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? Devin Nicole. Howdy. And Tumua Tune. Hey, what's up, guys? Right on. <laughs> but before we begin, let me remind our audi- our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. Then you can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, or Apple Podcasts to download the podcast. And you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. If you'd like to help the show get more music on the channel, you can go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and donate. There you'll be more involved. You'll get behind the scenes. Uh, sometimes we give away goodies and stuff like that. And it actually is about time that we do get, do another giveaway. Yeah. So if you have suggestions, if uh, any of the patrons out there want to kind of give us some suggestions, I'm, I'm open because I got to think about it for a May giveaway. I'd um, like to thank Connie, who is our newest patron. Hey, Connie! Thank Connie, thank you so much for uh, joining. Uh, you are awesome. And please send me uh, your shirt size so we can get you a t-shirt. Um, finally, thank our awesome sponsor, Kupu Kupu Landscaping. Kevin out there and, and the guys, and uh, they provide us with these uh, Arika Palms back Thanks, here. Thanks, Kevin. To, I've been uh, watering it every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was I was honestly worried about Kyle and the watering, but so <laughs> every day, bro, I go, oh, I gotta water the plants. So I come out. That's my exercise. <laughs> well, That's how he threw out his back. Yeah, <laughs> watering the plants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can find Devin on Kumu ninety four point seven, and you can, of course you can go to highlife eight hundred eight dot for Kyle's designs for um, highlife. And uh, yeah, so I guess Tumuatuine, thank you so much for being here. Oh, no problem. I am going to call you a. Uh, a social media expert, comedian, <laughs> and former UH football player. So we'll talk a little bit about all of those. But right on, um, yeah. thank you guys so much for having me. You know. Yeah. Oh man, when when uh, Devin told me about you, I went on it. I looked through your Instagram, and, and I like I was saying, our buddy Richie. We have Richie Gideon, yep. that's our mutual friend, and he was on there with the plumber. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a plumbing plumbing skit with me. He, yeah, because he actually was a former. Um, plumber up apprentice yeah 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 or so pre-mantis. How, how do you guys <laughs> <laughs> how do you guys know each other uh we, we work uh part-time together at um hawaii stevedores so oh okay, okay co-workers okay. like that and then um his his daughter actually um plays volleyball for Milani, uh and my girlfriend is the volleyball coach okay okay, oh, okay. so she coaches his daughter uh, oh nice oh. yeah Everybody's related, man. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. small island. <coughs> small island. Yeah, right. And our dogs is like second cousins. Too. <laughs> <laughs> now, now let's go back a little bit. Uh, you're you're from here. Yep, from here. Born, born and raised. raised. What, I don't what know, area? I don't know what city. It, it's a weird weird thing. I don't know because my dad's side is from from Waianae, yeah, and my okay. mom's side of the family is from Kaneohe side. Okay, okay. But um, but we can move like different places so. I guess I kind of grew up Kaneohe side. That's when I was like when I was small and born all the way through like fifth grade. Then then we moved to Ever Beach. Oh and okay okay. They got oh, a house a up change. there. Yeah, but then but then when I got into Punahou, we moved to town just because the drive was too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah drive must have been nuts, yeah, it was right? nuts, yeah. And then I just stayed there all the way until UH and just through Manoa. Now, but then now my parents would move. To Wainai, so they, they actually they they got a house up there. Oh really? So just they, 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 my dad went made one full circle, so they just staying up there now. So oh, cool. Yeah, wow. up um Miley Sea Country over there. Okay. Side, so right it's before Wainai. Oh, it's nice up there. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I live in Waikele with, with my girlfriend. So The one thing that I didn't realize, though, was because I had a friend from Maiwi who wanted to move. He was moving to Kapolei. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you know, the traffic, uh, you know, it, it saves me some time being a Kapolei versus Maiwi. And I, I'm a East Side kid. And so, of course, my naivete. Naivete? Naivete. Yes. I was like, I don't. You shouldn't really use the word if you don't want to speak it for other things. I have no idea. But I was like, oh, it's the same right? Couple A, Y, and I, they're right next to each other. And it's like, no, brah. Yeah, there's some traffic right when you right <laughs> yeah. when you hit Colina, I think, and then just yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole once, there's a, once there's a snag, bro. There's no way. There's only one way in and then one way out, man. Yeah, unless they open up that road. Well, right? it really is like over here at all on in Hawaii Kai side. It's yeah, one way in, one way yeah. out. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. but there's so many more people out that side. What does <laughs> what does that yellow line confuse people? Heading? Oh yeah, I don't think it does, right? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, because in the morning they open it up for coming to the town side. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when do they shut it off? Oh, I, I don't. I don't know. know. We don't should know. know that, though. Yeah, John. So yeah. we know. We I, know, know that side, the, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't do the morning drive. That's why I'm always later. But the thing I tell everybody about Hawaii Kai traffic is, it's not the rush hour traffic that will drive you nuts. It is the, I'm leaving at, eleven thirty on a Tuesday, coming out of Hawaii Kai, and there are three people going, thirty four miles an hour, mm. coming. I don't know what it is about that stretch, but everyone drives like, like they're just like cruising along and it it's the scenic view that's why I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know man and you're just stuck behind three people going why are we going this speed there's nobody here you know like just, just go well the speed limit is 35 I think yeah, right? but, you, yeah. yeah but you're supposed to supposed to go 10 miles gonna, yeah if you're gonna go <laughs> slow you go in the right hand lane far right so, but everybody goes slow because there's cops everywhere on, on this highway I don't know yeah, but let them catch every, a every forerunner I see I get scared because you never know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even the floor runner, uh, the floor runner, the blue roof rack, the blue roof rack. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's oh, true. Pause. Yeah. All the time I get thrown off, man. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys know what they're doing. That's yeah. why they bought the car. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the blue surf rack. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So after you do your tour of Oahu, because you basically hit every single space, you, you graduate from Punahou and then you go to UH mm-hmm. and play for UH football. Yeah, I'm assuming you played it for Punahou as well. Yeah, played. Played How? football and basketball at Punahou and then um, ended up just, I, I mean, I always wanted to be a football player just because my, from my history, my, my, my dad and my uncle were these big time football stars back in the day, you nice. know, um, Tom yeah, Tweeney is my dad. Yeah, wow. Mark Tweeney wow. is my, my uncle from, from the Dallas Cowboys. So, wow. yeah, next year we'll win the Super Bowl, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so you're a Dallas guy? Dallas guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You didn't have a choice. By force. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you've been diehard for a long time then. Long time, yeah. yeah. Good luck next year. <laughs> yeah, well, who's, who's your guys' teams? I'm Seattle. Oh, Seattle. You know, I don't yeah. really have an NFL team. I do oh, root for Hawaii football, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right yeah, Kyle is pretty... Kyle's pretty, a pretty diehard he's, guy. He's, he's been on the around. field. He's actually been on the field quite a few times. Well, In fact, while playing, you guys were... Prob- yeah, prob- but while, probably while you were playing. Yeah. yeah, while you Probably were playing. was next to me on the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably giving you water, I think. Probably. Making sure my hair looks good for the camera. I'm the only guy that, that wore gel during games because yeah. I never get in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but how was that experience uh, playing for playing, UH? Oh, it, it, was, it was cool. It was, it was always my dream to play for UH um, just because from when I was small, you know, I used to look up to all the greats like Colt Brennan, uh-huh. um, Leonard Peters, Nate Ilawa, all those guys. I, 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 they were my idols growing up. You know, I used to go to all the games yeah. as a little kid and then to finally get a chance to 
to play for Get UH, field, you know? Yeah, yeah. but I, ne- I never got a scholarship, yeah, just because I, I, I don't know why. I had looks at D2 and D3 schools, but my dream was to go D1. And I told uh-huh. myself if I wasn't going to get a scholarship, I was going to walk on to UH. So I did that. Um, it was actually with Norm Chow back at the time. Oh, okay. So I I, that. I, Kyle I, did so all he that. Really, he really wanted to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my f- redshirt year and my freshman year was with Norm Chow. And then the, the years after that was with Rolovich. Cool. Oh. And it was awesome. It was a great experience. Um, I mostly just was on special teams. The whole time, mm-hmm. so I never, I never play for UH and practice for UH. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is the most funniest, memorable behind-the-scene moments that that we don't see in the, in in UH football? Oh, just crazy stuff happens in the locker room. You know, you, you probably see it in some movies, but um, I think one of the big ones is Norm Chow would fall asleep a lot in meetings. <laughs> and we would, we would, <laughs> hopefully, he's not listening to this right now. <laughs> but now we, we would all just like laugh and, and look at him and film him like that. So, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so he wasn't the most administrative guy. He was more of a get things done. Yeah, he he had a, a different coaching strategy than than Rolovich. He's more like an old school um, by the books type of guy. So mm. he's very strict. Um, you know, if you're on time, you're late. You got to be early to everything. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody got to wear white socks, stuff like that. You know, your locker. We had this. Each of our lockers had a picture on it, a mock picture of showing what your locker should look like. Like your helmet has to be right serious? here at the wow. edge of the, the table. Like nothing before, nothing back. Um, like your your wash towel for when you take a shower got to be on the right side. Your pads got to be this way, facing this way. And he would come and he would inspect. And then if you were, your locker was messy, you'd get you get punished. It's like military then. Yeah, pretty much. And he, yeah, every year we would go to the military and and do like a little boot camp for them just for for you know to to bond with each other. But like I know Rolo did the same thing with you guys. Take you to the military yeah. camps during training, but, but those are fun. Nothing like yeah, that, those right? are fun military ones, like yeah. riding in the airplane <laughs> and, and racing each other. But with Chow, it was like, like wake up at two in the morning, kind like because oh we would we would do times where we would would um like we had camp, yeah, like football camp. Yeah, we'd stay stay in at the the dance hall or even the dorms, and randomly we would just get like one alarm like out of nowhere, like some military guy telling us, "Hey, you guys gotta we gotta go do some." duty work or drills drills yeah so it's two different two different styles of coaching you know yeah um they're both awesome guys norm chow was uh he had he had his years so he he knew what he was doing sometimes and and rollo rollo was cool too he had i mean everybody has their good and bad sides you know i think um a lot of the players treated rolovich as like a uh, more than a friend than a coach i guess he's like around the same age he's only like mid 30s or later yeah, yeah so I mean, and it was his first year coaching. Yeah. So I mean, the times that he would mess up, he would he would own up to it and and tell us like sorry that he he did that. He got to be stricter on us and st- stuff like that. So it was a great great experience. If if I never go to UH, I wouldn't have been a comedian. Actually, that's how it it ties. That's in. how it came. Out. I was gonna up. say, were you yeah. like class clown or something? But it came out. So I actually took a stand up comedy class at UH. They offer that? They have that? Yeah. I, I took it for the easy A. There, there you go. <laughs> What's that like? Considered theater or drama? Theater, or yeah. Theater. I don't. Do you want me to get that? It's oh. fine. <laughs> you sure your memory's good? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's done already. I said oh, everything. On that that, okay. Yeah. So they have a stand-up comedy class. So I I majored in communicology, 
which is an actual degree. I know you're probably wondering what is. Yeah, I don't even know what yeah. that is. <laughs> I can see it in his <laughs> eyes. <right? laughs> it's a. Uh, it's like communication. So communications is like a broad topic. Sure. And then there's like different uh, type subtype subtopics of of communication. So there's like broadcasting and and um, journalism, journalism and all that. So communi- communicology yeah. is like they break it down to the speaking part of communication so you learn the science behind like oh, okay. influencing someone's mind or or i mean uh, i took it because it was easy but <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to write you just talk but um <laughs> so i took that and then i minored in theater and um the way i did that was because when you when you're on the football team at uh you have these uh um academic counselors that sign you up for classes so they put you in every all the easy ones coloring book 101 tracing 101 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. anything that could because you'd be surprised some guys don't even know for for write their name over there but um <laughs> <laughs> so they signed up in these easy classes one of the easiest classes was theater 101 mm. it was like 15 football boys in that one class so <laughs> oh i feel bad for the teachers who taught that class but <laughs> so i took that class and pretty much just you know do basic acting learning how to read script stuff finding your character and, and learning emotions and stuff i took that it was fun were you one of the only guys taking it seriously at that time? Because you knew you could turn this um, into a career? Or? Nah. At that point, I was pretty much just having fun with everybody yeah. and all that. It was only like my junior year is when I, I took the stand-up comedy class. Uh-huh. That's when I saw it. But the reason why I took it is because I, I ended up minoring in theater. Because after I did that 101 class, um, I took 102, 201, 202. <laughs> just because it was like, you got to do those first. And then I was like, ah, I like this, you know. And then... Slowly, I would see the football players not being in those classes anymore. Uh-huh. And then it was like me with the theater nerds now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> theater, theater minor as well. So oh, it's we're good. Right there nah. yeah. they're, they're not nerds. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. They are. They are. We embrace it, bro. Don't worry. We nah, know, it's fun. Know. It's, it's fun. Like, yeah, I no, it. That, yeah. that was the thing. You don't, you don't realize how much you enjoy right? the theater stuff until you, until you, like you said, you turn around and you go, Oh shit! I'm in a class with all theater yeah, people. All what my friends here? left. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, but the thing too about being a nerd is that nerd is not necessarily a bad thing anymore. You know, no, it's not, because yeah. nerd has been so broadened too. Like you mm-hmm. can be a football nerd, right? Yeah. You know, in your yeah. fantasy football or whatever. So yeah. that term has gotten, as uh, other terms have gotten worse, nerd has gotten cooler. Better. True, right? Yeah. True. All right. So because so a nerd scored Kaylee Cuoco, so. <laughs> that's right yeah right and so, nerds yeah. basically run the world yes mm-hmm. currently yes so yep. they make the most money that's for sure yeah yeah for sure so you're a stand-up instru- uh, instructor at the time in, in UH mm-hmm. did that person have formal training as a stand-up comedian were they famous or what, what was their he just was a, he just was a comedian um, his name is Nick Murray I don't know if you know who that is wow that oh. sounds super familiar yeah so he he uh, taught theater classes at UH too, and he okay. also did comedy on the side. On the side, and he decided to just do, put together a stand-up comedy class. Only had five of us in the class, so <laughs> we needed like five people to start the class. So if it was anything before five, it would have been canceled. Wow! So actually, me and my my teammate on on the football team, we decided to take the class. Um, we saw it in the, the class offers when you sign up for class. It was like stand-up comedy, or what? So we took it. We said, like, "Oh, this should be fun." Not knowing what to expect. Yeah, sure, so sure, sure. We took it and, and it, as an easy A. And it's weird because the first day you get there, they give you the syllabus of what, what the class <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, okay, okay. And you got to perform, uh, I think, a total of four open mics. 
Okay. And then at the end, you gotta do a live performance of uh, in front of a live audience for okay. ten minutes, like Capucino. Ten or something. minutes. No, that's a, a long bar. time. At a, man. at a yeah. bar. At a bar. Well, yeah. That's so I started school. Bro. I was like, oh, I didn't. I never know. It was like I thought we were just doing class work this whole time. You know. <laughs> yeah. But I took it and, and I enjoyed it. You know. And in that class, they they don't really teach you how to be funny. You know. I feel like you right. just gotta have that, but. We just would watch comedy specials. Um, <laughs> oh, this is an awesome class, <laughs> man. And find out, like, you know, what, why is that funny? You know, maybe he did, like, a like a reverse thing. He flipped, I uh, flipped something. Yeah, yeah. Find, like, the formula of that. And um, Well, and there's a rhythm, right, to rhythm, comedy, yeah. too, right? So there's what? a punchline joke, right, you know, right. set, up, set up punchline joke, right? Set up, punch, no, set up set misdirection punchline. Punch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, we would, we would write jokes in class and um, test it out on each other. And then when we would perform at the open mic, we'd have to tell the person running the open mic to sign up. Signed the sheet for the class to show uh. proof that we, we did it. <laughs> and there we go. You full of shit. This yeah, isn't yeah. for real. This isn't really for a class. <laughs> That's what what funny, was the man. smallest uh, audience that you did like like an open mic for? Oh, you know where King's Pizza Cafe is on Kapahulu? Okay, kind kind of yes. You do? It's right across yes. Taco Bell. Yes, yes. On Kapahulu. I used oh, to, yeah, yeah, I okay, used okay, to play in that area. Yeah, so they have yeah. open mic there. They still do. Really? Every Friday. Um, comedy open mic so that was my first time ever doing comedy there that place is tiny it's like i don't know like like the size of a bathroom <laughs> have you ever been in you, no i've never been in that it's small. i know what you're talking about yeah, though, yeah, yeah. By. so yeah. it's they give you a microphone and a speaker but you don't even need it that's how that's how <laughs> and it's a coffee <laughs> shop or a bar a pizza a pizza yeah p- they call it pizza cafe it's like they have uh they have alcohol there too though oh okay so it's like grab and go pizza stuff but they have like a little couch and some chairs and it kind of um it's it's like a door so like the sidewalk is open too so you can watch from the outside Uh. and all that so that was my first time doing comedy in front of like five people um yeah the first open mic and i I was nervous but uh that's probably the smallest smallest place because i I remember um our our good friend paul ogata yes when he was starting out and Mm -hmm. uh, i went to see i don't know how i knew paul already but i saw it in the papers i'm gonna support paul Mm -hmm. And it was at some kind of hotel, but it was a hotel that was closing, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, he did his show, and it was, like, there's, like, four people in the audience, and then the, <laughs> right after that, the hotel closed down or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> but I just remember him making a bunch of uh, pure heart jokes. Because you were there. Because I was there. Yeah. And then he, it was all about Christ, Christian, the pure heart Christian, this and that, and, like, what? Dude, we're not a Christian band. I had to tell him, he's like, oh, you're not? I was like, no, we're not. Like, oh, okay. Why did he think that, yeah? I don't know. Well, pure heart. Pure, and then, oh, you know, yeah. I think, you know. It took you for that all the time. Yeah. Plus, you're so angelic yeah. when you would sing. So, yeah. so I, remember, I remember thinking, like, man, that must be tough. But they were funny. Like, there was only, like, four of us in the audience, but we were cracking up, so. Yeah. Where, where was this at? It was at uh, this place called Aqua. Oh, Aqua Hotels. Yeah, yeah, back, yeah, back in the day. But I don't think it was Aqua yet. It was like before oh. Aqua. Mm. I mean, oh, they we're talking okay, about okay. like 1994. Yeah. Five so or that's something. Aqua. Isn't that where um, IHOP is now? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, it, yeah. it was like a long IHOP time is there. Ago. So no. yeah, you're talking so if you about. Were in a, if you were in a small place, you were in a really small place. Yeah. But that's, a, I mean, a lot of the comedy clubs are like that. I mean, yeah. Square Barrels. 
Scarborough is, is a small place. I mean, it fits maybe what forty, maybe yeah. fifty people if yeah, you, if you max 50. it out. Um, right now, it's like maybe like twenty or thirty with COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. With COVID, even smaller. Yeah. yeah. What do you, What do you prefer? A small, intimate crowd or a, a big crowd? When big, you perform, big crowd. Big. Think, yeah. yeah. Because if, you, if you're performing in front of four people and you don't make two of them laugh, that's half the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pressure. Yeah, that's right the there. pressure, yeah. So did you discover your comedy style um, in that class or has it been a, a like a progression? Because I know, I mean, I, I've seen you, I've seen you perform. Yeah. And, you know, you don't, you don't work super blue. I mean, you'll, you'll do some swear words and stuff, but I no, mean, I don't, most I of your stuff is. I don't swear. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. But. Most of your stuff is observational that yeah, I've, yeah. that I've seen. So uh, I mean, is that just is that a conscious thing on your part? That's how I, I naturally am. I in my personal life and like how I am off off stage or off camera. I, I, I normally don't curse or anything. I don't have anything against it. I just choose not to speak like that. And so that kind of helped me already, just to write clean material. Uh-huh. And also when I, I when I first started doing comedy, I, I um started opening for Augie T. And that's oh. one of the main things he told me too. He said, "Stay clean. Um, if you want to make it big in Hawaii, that's the only way you gotta yeah. you gotta roll with and it." And Augie doesn't swear at all, too. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets he gets into some interesting areas <laughs> yeah. where you could where you could totally swear, but right, he right, doesn't right. actually Does swear, which is yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I, I like the point where where um, when I, when I, a lot of people come up to me and they go, "Oh, I I didn't even notice that you don't even swear," you know. So yeah. that's what I want to see, like people. I just do my whole comedy and, and 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 they're like, oh, he didn't even swear once at all. Yeah, a few guys are like that. You know who Nate Bargatze is? Mm-hmm. It's his mainland yeah. comic. He yeah, doesn't yeah. swear at all, but he's the guy. You watch his whole thing; it's hilarious. And at the end, you're like, oh, he didn't say one curse word or or talk about sex or anything. You know. So, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think it, it's 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 great, especially for Hawaii. You know. But don't get me wrong; there's some dirty comics that are hilarious, and sure. and that's just their style, and yeah. they found their audience. You know. But personally, for me, I, I would stay clean. Just I have a lot of now. I have a lot of kids following me. You know, a lot of you'd be surprised. Some of my shows, I had like a like a eight year olds, even um, like teenagers. They all come down. So I open my shows for the whole family. I keep it clean that way, and I feel like that's the way to go. That's in yeah, wider audience. And yeah, wider yeah. audience. That's so, why it's why uh, Jose Dynamite, who is a Jose, yeah. friend of his, but we, you know, I work with him at the kind. He said that of all the people that he's seen, Tum was the next one to be like on the level with like Augie and stuff like that mm. that he has the potential sorry I don't mean to make you embarrassed but no, he no. said that he said of, of all the people he's seen you have the most potential to do that not not just because you work clean but because you work clean and you're funny mm. like, ah, like very yeah. consistently funny because there's guys that are I mean people bomb you yeah. know I mean it's just the nature of the beast but um, most guys will go or women will go to a common denominator thing when they do the comedy or they'll downshift shift mm-hmm. into that um, and he never does. So mm-hmm. whatever's funny is just funny. Yeah. And if it's universally funny and you can take your kids, then they go, okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty cool. Cause, and and you, when you think of the, the, the comedians, at least in Hawaii, who, who've been big, Andy yeah. Bumatai, all those guys, they all were clean. Yeah. 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 Frank DeLima. Yeah. yeah, Frank. Yeah. Just because Hawaii is just a, you know, a big family state, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got a couple, a couple of thoughts. Um, so two questions. <laughs> the first one is, so how is the comedy community here? I always thought it would be really tough for comedians just because you're so detached from mm-hmm. the scene, like, you know, in L.A. and New York yeah. and all that stuff. But at the same time, it could be a benefit because you're kind of unique, right? Right, right. 
So no, the, the comedy community is great here from what I've... I don't know how it is in the mainland. i never done yeah. comedy up there, but I know some guys who who were from the mainland and end up moving here and is part of the comedy community here. Oh, really? Here. Okay. And they say, like, oh, this is a lot better than how it is up there because they're more strict up there. Like, you pretty much got to be good to make it big up there, you know, because you're mm. in a huge bowl of water, you know. Right now, yeah, you're, sure, you're, sure, in a, sure. you're in a, a tiny... You're in an island, yeah. But, but Jose Dynamite is, is a big part of the, the comedy community right now. This guy produces so much shows. Right now, he's producing uh, three shows a week. So he does two shows at oh, wow. at Blue Note every Wednesday and one show at Hawaiian Brian's every Wednesday. He used to have a, a show every Friday, too, at O'Toole's, but it shut down because of COVID. Mm. And then Patrick Tyrell is another comedy promoter. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Yep, he has yep. his own square barrels, like he mentioned, mm-hmm. every Thursday. Um that's about it right now for like putting on shows like constantly that's the the comedy community right now there's there's other ones too i don't know so they don't get mad erica schwarzkopf <laughs> you know who that is <laughs> this this girl she runs one um my friend pepper yep, pepper pepper, pepper lamb yep. yeah he he's running some uh some shows too weekly um but yeah we're all a tight knit of community of comedian comedians i would say there's probably total maybe like 50 of us and they come and go you know sure, i don't sure, think sure. a lot of them are consistent but there's a few who really who's really trying and there's some that are really funny um yeah that that's how i started off too is going to a lot of those shows you know every week i would, I would try to do at least one show and that's how you get good because some shows you know especially at square barrels you'd have like like all howlies in the crowd in the crowd like for me you know <laughs> they just look at me like i'm a math problem because <laughs> a lot of my stuff is is, is local orientated but yeah. that that helped me you know push my material so now i can like mm. adjust if i see it's a whole white crowd or a, a whole crowd from idaho i know how to like play around with that and and kind of like you know interact with them to make them laugh and all that you know, so, i i noticed sure. that um in some of your videos I saw on Instagram and stuff, you, you do have a pigeon dialect, you know? It, yeah, it's, yeah. It's natural and it's actually, you know, authentic. Which right, right. Nowadays, with the youth, they're losing that authenticity with, with pigeon language, mm, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you definitely didn't learn that from Punahou. No, so no. So where did you, where did you <laughs> learn that? It just, and did the Punahou people understand you when you when you when you're in Nah, like, I normally just talk like this, you know? I, I, not too much pigeon inside, but... Uh, it's funny because when I first did stand-up comedy, I, I was just straight monotone talking like this without pigeon. Yeah. And I didn't get that much laughs. But then one night, I just I was like, ah, screw this. I'm just going to try just be more like Lo- an average myself, local person. Yeah. 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 And then and they liked it. You know, they laughed. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stick with this and all that. But um, I would say just the way I learned to talk pigeon is just the people around me. You know, I, I come from a, a big local family, especially my, my dad's my dad's side. Um, my dad talks pigeon, um, and a lot of like my, my uncles, my, my my mom's brother, them they're, they're all heavy in the dialect and all that. And I, so I you just retained want to, it. Yeah, I just want yeah. to. Yeah, in my videos and everything, I want people to be like, I know that guy. You know, like yeah. not just because of me, but they know that. Oh, that you remind me of my brother. You remind me of my sure. my my uncle. You know, I want them to to get that in their head. So it's such a trip because all our friends speak pigeon because we yeah. we come from that age, right? Mm-hmm. But they're kids. They just lost it. Like yeah. his kids doesn't speak pigeon at all, right? You know, 
your your sister's kids do? My sister's kids. My sister's the worst tiddo. She speaks pigeon all the time. They, they don't. Yeah, my they, kids do. They speak perfect English. Probably well, you don't speak pigeon media. at all too. So yeah, <laughs> they would my have had to learn from your wife, Because you're terrible at that. <laughs> Sorry. No, I it is you, John, it is a, yeah. a lost thing. Yeah, I, I yeah. kind of see that. Yeah, it, you'd be, it's weird because it of, came in official language about maybe three years ago mm-hmm. or four years ago. Yeah, yeah, teaching yeah. at a new age. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hawaiian yeah. Creole English they call yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it. I mean, it the because the basis of it is an actual thing. I mean, mm-hmm. when they when they had the plantation life, there was no way to yep. converse with each mm-hmm. other, so they invented this thing. Uh, I, I always tell people that. I always trip out because when my I was like ten or eleven, mm-hmm. and my dad took me to my auntie's house. Yeah, and they get to the house, and my my auntie comes out, <clears throat> and I mean Calabash auntie, but my my dad is talking with her, and mm-hmm. it sounds exactly like Japanese to me, mm-hmm. right? Because it's all almost Jap- all Japanese words. So we finish. He finishes the conversation. We come out. I go, Hey, Dad, I didn't know you speak Japanese. He goes, I wasn't Japanese. I don't speak Japanese. I go, Pigeon. What are you talking about? He goes. No, that wasn't Japanese. He goes, that was pidgin Japanese. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? And he said, because if you're not if you're not listening closely, the syntax is different. Um, there are different words in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll hear a Portuguese word, you'll hear, mm-hmm. you know, a, a Chinese word or yeah. whatever. But when you're a little kid, you don't hear any of that stuff, right? Yeah. So uh, I tripped out because I realized, oh wow, there's Japanese pidgin. There's Japanese pidgin. There's Chinese pidgin. There's Portuguese mm-hmm. pidgin. There's, you know what I mean? And yeah. somehow it. That's how they communicate. Yeah, it, it, it combined is, into this yeah, thing. But, yeah. you know, it, it meant that the the Lunas or whatever, or the Chinese people knew Japanese words. Mm-hmm. That's why you, people use words like boto or whatever, and you think it's this kind of word, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. actually, you know, something completely yeah. different, and it always trips me out. Right. So, like... That, uh, by, by, what is it in the, in the mainland? Boto, it means... Yeah, by yeah, like boto, right? Boto yeah. in Japanese. Uh, oh, no, chimpo. Is it Filipino or... I think it's Filipino. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, but isn't but like like wasn't there like we a, thought um, it was a Japanese yeah, word, right? Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 it's not Japanese. Filipino, yeah. But wasn't there like a special in the mainland? Like they call oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah, buy one, garden. buy one, one take one. Buy one take one. Yeah. And then they, they show it, and everybody doesn't so, laugh. Yeah, they, ran comer- they ran commercials. Everything. Yeah, Chipotle has that. That's their main slogan. You show that over here, you cannot get away with not laughing at that. No, it was it was over, but yeah, yeah, no. We're not gonna buy one take one. But even like um, <laughs> the kind, uh, uh, I I just read somewhere uh, yesterday that uh, Prince Harry, mm-hmm. he got a new job, right? He works uh, at for this company as their their like chief something person, right? And the acronym for it is Chimpo. Oh. Mm-hmm. And Chimpo in Japanese is penis. Mm. Right. So they're like, oh. You're the head penis guy, <laughs> and they don't even people don't even realize it, right? Yeah. So the Japanese are laughing at him because that's his job, right. and they I, they refer to him as that, right? President Chimpo, I don't know, but <laughs> head or head Chimpo, yeah. I don't know how that works, but wow, but it's 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 fascinating, and that's why it's nice for me when uh, people of the younger generation, because sorry, you are way younger than I am, but you know when the younger generation can speak pigeon and do it well, you go, oh, yeah. okay. Thank yeah. God, we're safe. But then you, you wonder, right? Because Rapper Pinger is from Punahou. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was the official pigeon-speaking guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then over the years, that school lost that did, dialect. In it did, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of rap, too. I mean, my, my favorite... Uh, my all-time favorite local comedian is Andy Bumatai. Ah. I really think he... he I mean, Augie T is a, is a funny guy, too. They're both my idols, but... But I, I watch a lot of Andy's, um, you know, All in the Ohana, High School mm, Days. Yeah. I have a 
I used to watch him constantly as a kid. But um, he's the guy that did it all in Hawaii. You know, he he made a big impact in Hawaii, and he even branched out in yep. the mainland, mm-hmm. yep. and he yeah. did some stuff. If you look at, I was watching the Comedy Store special. Have you seen that? Are you familiar with the Comedy yeah, Store? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a they have a special on Showtime. Did you talk about Andy in there too? No, he's in like a bunch of the pictures though. Oh wow! And I sent it. I texted it to him, and then he and he's like, oh wow, yeah. He's like, because he told me stories. He used to go there and, and, and work out material in the mainland and well, funny. performed he's, with he rip- turned it on and off yeah that's why right? so he even told me that too because I, I talked to him about it about me trying material out in the mainland and he said it's the it's the same thing you just gotta drop the pigeon change some few things because he has a story where this is like back in the day when he was killing it here in Hawaii and then um, <clears throat> somewhere in the mainland I want to say Oakland I could be wrong but I guess Andy knew this uh promoter or something he told andy that this guy in the mainland is doing your material from hawaii what and he was he was pissed like that so the 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 promoter was was in oakland or whatever whatever city is he's at or state and um he's watching this guy kill it on stage with all the all the jokes and all that all the jokes and then the promoter over there is just sitting there sitting back like this you know not laughing and so the guy points him out in the audience and he's like oh what's wrong with this guy how come you're not laughing everybody is laughing but you and he said oh what's your name and then he said andy bumatai and then the guy's face didn't change oh no <laughs> oh no way so that guy knew that that he was stealing andy's jokes and then somehow after the show andy got that guy's phone number the, prof- the comedian he called him up and then the guy was telling him sorry like oh, i'm so sorry i just I just said one joke and then the next joke just came out and came out and it's like, <laughs> I couldn't stop it. I couldn't stop it. And Andy was like, yeah, okay, just just don't let it happen again. But tell me, like, what what did you say about the Portuguese or what did you say about the, the oh. ukus and all that? Like, well, how did you do it? And he's like, well, I just said this instead of that and this instead of that. And then Andy was writing it all down. So, yeah, so he told me, he's like, you just got to flip a few things around because yeah. everything is universal. You know, I mm-hmm. talk a lot about my family, about my dad being... Six five and me, I'm five eight. You know, so dealing with the the challenges with that, you know, I, and plus I see it in my videos too. Some of my my videos actually went like viral in the mainland, and it, it just shows that that comedy is universal. And if yeah. you just tweak a few things here and there, then it it can be out to everybody. But even look at what Joy Coy did. Yeah, he came down here. He just became automatically a local. Did favorite, you know right? he's been coming here every year since 2001? Oh yeah. But he only blew up, I think 2000 and. 16 around there yeah i did not know that every year he'd come and there would be some shows where you only have like 20 people in the crowd and he would beg people i I remember him from a long time ago yeah i know he's been around a long time but it's funny but i mean that was the thing right his comedy evolved as well because once he started bringing his mom into it Mm -hmm. right and we we in hawaii Hawaii oh yeah i know that mom right or i know that person and then when he came here you could hear it in his his routine that he did the last time he came you know i mean He's talking about slippers and yeah. bags, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I mean, it's it all stuff that's. I right. I was actually surprised there weren't any comedians in the audience going, "Hey, he took my joke." <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's some similarities. I, I go to all our shows when he when he comes here. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, he's probably one of my my biggest influential comedians uh, outside of Hawaii. Yeah. You know? So I like to match his his energy and the way he just. You know, brings it every show. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, moves from the whole stage from left to right. Use all the space he can, yeah. and he's definitely a, a a big a big idol in my my comedy. Hopefully, I I plan on opening for him one so, one day. Oh, when nice. Here, yeah. You've never played outside of the islands then yet? No, no, never. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just a matter of time, my friend. Yeah. 
just a matter of time. But I've been getting people asking me like, "Oh, you gotta come Vegas. Yeah, you gotta uh, come. Oh, you gotta come Utah, Utah, Vegas, California, man. Utah." In, Vegas, in Colorado, they said, "Oh, we got a big Hawaii community here in Colorado. You gotta You'd come up." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah." But that's what like Andy and Augie did. They all hit the the local um, pockets in, in in the mainland. Yeah, and, and they, they would have like 200, 300 people. Like that's a yeah. good amount for yeah. a show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then yeah, it grows. But also too, I mean, uh, Augie's been to Guam and I yeah. Mean, Right? Apparently Guam is just like Hawaii. Yeah, I've yeah, never oh, been, yeah. but totally. yeah. I mean, just hotter, hotter, and, yeah. hotter and smaller. Yeah. And snakes. Yeah, and snakes. Like they but, catch on to the pigeon too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because the that the, the Chamorro, the Chamorro dialect, right? Uh, and the, the Filipino dialect, they go really well together. Mm-hmm. So you can, they can hear the cadence and everything, and they, they recognize it. But yeah, I mean, it's also that that comedy's universal thing. Yeah. So like, um, uh, you know, Kenny Kusaka, right? So yep. Kenny and I've done shows together. But then he moved to New York to try mm-hmm. to play his trade, and that was tough. I mean, he he was telling me, yeah, he was it's, me it's difficult to just get on a stage to do oh, comedy, yeah. and he like they're going, okay, you get uh, one minute, <laughs> one minute, do, yeah. and it's like you tell one joke and then you're off the stage. Right. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, I don't know how you work your, I mean, I don't know how you work on your craft that way. Yeah. Well, that that leads me to to my next question, ah. it, which is, see, I guess in the old days mm-hmm. when before Tumul was around you know you, if you weren't doing stage time that was it you're just sitting at home mm-hmm. trying yep. to think of jokes mm-hmm. right? yeah. but nowadays with the social media you have other outlets right mm-hmm. you have TikTok and YouTube and you can create skits and you can right. do things so how much of your time is dedicated to coming up with content for that versus your live performance shows you know right. like or do you even like think like I have a better shot at at becoming making a living off the TikTok stuff mm-hmm. versus the live, like do you do you think about that part of it, or is it just like well, that's a good point. You free bring today, up. That, so. that's actually a big controversial topic going on in like the comedy world. Yeah. Okay. Globally, because mm. um, there's some there's some old timer comics getting mad that oh this this guy just did comedy for one year and he's selling out arenas because he went viral on on some videos ah. and all that and he didn't even go through the whole process of trying to get stage time and and you know mm, working right, the door and right, all that right. um but you got to deal with it that's just a new day of age yeah, it, it is evolved. what it is now. it's 2021 yeah. me personally i wasn't into stand up i wasn't into um do videos and skits um i only started making that during the pandemic this whole uh. time i've been doing stand-up comedy for four years um the, my, when I first started the first three years I, I didn't do any videos or skits and all that uh, people would tell me oh you gotta start making Instagram videos and I was like ah, I don't wanna be an, an Instagram comic those those guys just wanna be comedians you know sure, I'm, sure. A, I'm a real comedian <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, suffering from my art man yeah 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 <laughs> nothing's wrong with that though I mean I have I have some some friends who just strictly do videos and they're cool guys and, and I'm I'm one of them now I guess cause I make videos too but when the pandemic hit, you know, the clubs started shutting down. There was no shows at all. I had this monthly show at um, Koalau Golf Course at Honey's Restaurant. Every second Friday of the month, I would yeah. do I would do comedy over there. And that was like, it was slowly growing. So I wasn't like super well known in the state, but I had a, a, a good audience and a good reoccurring fans that would always support me. So I was happy and blessed for that. But then when, the, when COVID hit, it shut down the whole Koalau Golf Course. I think the owner sold the place and all that. And Honey's restaurant was was done. Well, Honey's definitely not open anymore. Yeah, but that's such an iconic spot on the east side. Yeah, yeah. that's Don Ho's mom's spot. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. So I had a good deal with them, and I, they they loved me there. I um, mean, I think so. 
Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I think it is. I, I recently saw the Don Ho documentary again. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I wasn't into making videos. And when that, that whole thing hit, I was just like, okay, what am I going to do? Am I just going to sit home, write jokes for nothing and not even try them? <laughs> and then I was like, ah. Your people- jokes are like a year old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you heard about Trump? And it's like two years And people would, would always tell me, oh, you got to make videos. You got to make videos. And then I was like, okay, I'll do I'll do some. So I did some like toilet paper vo- stuff that was hot at that time. That yeah, topic yeah. did something <laughs> right, with, yeah, with, with yeah. my dad. Um, I was a toilet paper dealer, acting like I was dealing drugs, but I was dealing toilet paper. <laughs> and that video went viral. That was like the first video I put up um, as as a comedy video, I guess. It, w- it hit the news the same night too uh, over here in wow. Hawaii. So I was like, oh, I guess this is what the local people want, you know. <laughs> So then I did another video, then another video, another video, and then I, my my followers started growing, you know, tremendously and all that. What's the most views you got on one video so far? Um, uh, on YouTube, I hit eleven million. Wow! Yeah. Wow. Which one was that? <laughs> it was uh, it was one that it took like five minutes to make. It was a Halloween one. Um, it was me and my friend Eric. Uh. He was a. It was like one minute video. I made it for TikTok. I didn't even think it was funny enough, so I didn't put it on Instagram. Uh-huh. I just put it on YouTube. I was like, "This is this isn't funny," but it was about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's funny that, that right now, but it's about him. <laughs> he was like ring, ringing a doorbell for trick or treating, yeah, and he yeah. had a mask. But he's like older like me, and I just make a joke like, "Oh, you're too you're too old to wear a mask," and then <clears throat> I was wearing a cowboy shirt, and then he was like teasing the cowboys and all that. So, <laughs> so then it, it's like a little play off of that and then uh-huh. I, I like dig my butt and give him like some candy and all that <laughs> it's so stupid but you guys see 11 million views man so one minute video 11 million views um yeah and that that's my most viewed video on youtube on instagram it ranges i think um the one i did about how rhesus kids was i don't know if you saw that one i, didn't I would see that do one. uh it's like a compilation of different Stuff you do as a kid at, during the recess, playing dodgeball, oh, okay. um, playing um, football with counting the Mississippis, you know. <laughs> so that one hit like like hundred sixty thousand, and it. But the, I was surprised with the with the eleven million, and and it, it's known that the most viral video you get is the one you least expect, mm, yeah, yeah, the one that yeah, makes yeah. you take five minutes. You spend like five hours planning this one video, taking million takes, and then it gets nothing. You know, no, so when, a, when a video goes viral like that. At 11 million already. Yeah. When does it happen? Because there's probably an initial spurt. Right, right. And then word gets out. Then yeah. more people get on. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're at 11 million. But how long does it usually... For that one, that was weird. Because it wasn't right off the bat, 11 yeah. million. It had a little good spurt in the beginning. Maybe like 2,000 views uh-huh. you know, on YouTube, which is pretty good. Yeah. And then and then like I would I would refresh it like every once in a while. And I would see it growing. I was like, oh, then, okay, it's growing a little bit. And then maybe about... Three weeks later, it was like at twenty thousand, and I didn't even notice it was at twenty thousand until I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, twenty thousand, not bad." Check it the next day is like twenty eight thousand. I was like, "Oh, the next day oh. forty thousand, next day eighty thousand, wow. hundred. It just kept growing, and then when you hit like two hundred thousand, it just grows and grows, and then it was like, "Oh, one million." And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's not." And then it kept growing and growing, and then and then it stopped. So like eleven million, and then it kind of trickled down. Because mm. I even watched um Jake Shimabuko's one. Yeah. When he when he played my guitar, Jenny oh, Weaves, but at oh. but at rock and he's wearing his glasses and he's just playing. And I watched that Out, thing the when it first one, came yeah. out, and then I watched it just grow to where it's at now. And same thing like the Mike Love video, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, so I get 
every time someone comments, I get an email. Oh. On, on my phone because it's my, the the yeah account I get is that too. To yeah. So I remember <clears throat> sitting. I was at work and I'm sitting in a meeting and I just see my phone like, bing, bing, bing. Oh no way. Bing. Oh, just wow. nonstop emails. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Wait, you so know? you um, what's your YouTube account? Uh, it's called High Sessions. High Sessions, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so we did the we did mike loves uh permanent hey, you, guys got a, you got a lot of subscribers yeah 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 how much yeah. do you have uh about three hundred eighty thousand. wow something. did you get the plaque that they sent in i never got the plaque you're supposed to get it at i know i'm at so hundred thousand. yeah the plaque is this? no 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 i'm only at like like thirty-eight thousand on YouTube. we, we had oh. a whole like party <laughs> and then we're like but you're well, supposed to get one at like ninety eight thousand something. We're like, hey, we're gonna cross the hundred, and then we crossed it. I'm like, hey, where's the plaque? And I'm like, did you email them? No, I never. I never. You gotta try. They're, they're they're supposed to send you three because you get one every hundred thousand. Really? Yeah. Wow. And that's wow, good to hang bro. up over here. Oh yeah. 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 yeah that's that's false advertising because we don't have that viewership for the podcast. It's not for us. <laughs> 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 yeah. The amazing part. Did you get monetized? On uh huh. Oh, okay, good yeah. then. Yeah. Can you so, imagine? I think like eleven million people watched us. So, so yeah. but it's complicated <laughs> with the music, which I'll explain to you uh, another time because it's not super exciting. <laughs> but, but the thing about the viral videos too is like even the Mike Love, it was a few months before it went viral because what happened was someone yep. posted it in the in one of the Reddit subreddits, mm. and oh. that's what kicked it off. Which, which song went viral with Mike Love? Uh, Permanent Holiday. Holiday. Okay. It's the one where he uses yeah. the pedals and right, right, right. Yeah, and you just yeah. go. What the hell is happening right <laughs> yeah. now? The first guy that did that, yeah. Now everybody yeah. does yeah, that yeah. with the pedals. Yeah. I, I've added a hundred views to that by myself. Well, alone. yeah, I watch it all the time. Because every time I just yeah. see somebody new, I go, "You ever saw this video before?" You know, like, all the, <laughs> yeah, all watch the this part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even um, I love the song "I Love You" by my yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. he sang it before he released it as an actual song, he just had it of him in the studio by himself singing it, right? Yeah. Now. And I was like, "Oh, you got to make this an actual song so I can like download it." But I yeah, think he it, finally did, though. Yeah, he I think he a, did. Yeah, he has a studio version. So yeah, the guy's amazing. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's one of these things. Like num- number one, you don't know which one because, like, for example, there's this uh, um, lady. Her name is Faith Ako. Hey, mm-hmm. Faith. She's from California, but she came in and was on our show and did a Blue Bayou. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty common song. I mean, everybody sings People that song. Yeah. yeah. But that one has like a few million views on it, and I, I wouldn't. Crazy. Uh, she did a great job, but because I've heard that song so many times, I wouldn't expect that one to yeah. take off, you know. But so it's it's one of those things you just got to keep loading content, right? You know, because yeah. you never know what's yeah. gonna. What's I like gonna that Costco one. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Took me to yeah. Costco. Yeah. I was rolling when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So did you really get chased out of there? No, I never got chased out there. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> I filmed it in there. It, it, it me and my friend. We just spent like a whole maybe like three hours in there just filming. <laughs> <laughs> The funniest was when you like catapulted on that bed. Yeah. <laughs> and the no, there people, watching people you. People are sending me like videos of them doing it and like tagging me. And tagging <laughs> me. <laughs> I even get even like the airport security one I get like of the say keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people whenever they go to the airport they, they film themselves like oh, keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They send it to me. So <laughs> it's crazy. That That's must be cool, nice. Man. So most of your your feedback is positive then from, oh, yeah. from the people who did, did anyone ever like write to you and be like I'm offended that you um, depicted plumbers in that way. Or, <laughs> there, you know. there was one video I got, I got some hate on. It was when um, I did my impersonation of David Ige. Um, <laughs> I, but they weren't mad at that part. So okay, okay. <laughs> everybody does the impersonation. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I did that, and then this is like when, when the coronavirus f- first started, 
and um, they would have all those 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 press conferences on yeah. TV, and then they had the sign language interpreter, yeah, next to him, <laughs> oh, yeah. and that was the first time I've seen it. And we're like, oh, this girl is going off with the yeah. sign language, and so I did my impersonation of just rambling about some stupid stuff that you know that's that's allowed and that's not allowed. And then I had my friend. I was like, "Hey, can you be the sign language interpreter? Just, just he's making up stuff. make up stuff while I while <laughs> oh, I talk." Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but he actually took ASL in college. Oh, American oh, wow. Sign Language. Okay. So he knows a few things. So yeah. he's actually doing some some sign language there. And then post, <laughs> doing some, <laughs> doing some. I posted the video, and then um, everyone was liking it, laughing. And then there was like one comment, like, "Oh, that's not nice. What you that you're teasing the the deaf, the deaf community." And, and I was like, "Oh." I'm not really that wasn't my whole yeah, 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 point yeah. of the video I was just trying to mock Governor Ige and then <laughs> boom I would see another bad comment about that boom another bad comment and then like I just get a swarm of comments of, of it's the for some reason that one person whoever it was sent it out to the whole deaf community of like Hawaii oh, oh my gosh and yeah. then oh, yeah. they have like a Facebook page on that and then they sent what from people from there sent it to the some mainland people oh, boom, 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 and they're all like bro hate this guy he's teasing the get deaf community oh. teasing all this I even got like death threats too in like my messages and emails what? wow yeah I went that far and they're telling me take down the video take down the video but 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 I, I never you know but <laughs> but did your sign language friend catch that kind of heat too not as much as me because I was the one who posted the video, you know. But they don't see him on a street. Yeah. And yell but at I was him. realizing, I was like, why? Why? It doesn't look bad, you know. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? But then I, I thought, oh, some people can't hear the video, so they can't, they can't see what I'm doing. They just see this guy <laughs> doing something stupid like that. And he's trying know? to interpret it. Yeah, trying to interpret. Yeah. <laughs> but that's probably the most, the most hate I got from a video. But anything yeah. else was, I never get too much. What would be interesting now, since you did it during COVID and the shutdown, yeah. is to see when you do a live stage, how much people that now know you will show up at your show. That, yeah, that's another you know? good point. So, I mean, I never had that many sold-out shows prior to my, my videos and all that. Maybe like a few here and there. But since, uh, so I think Blue Note is when I, when I started yeah. coming so back. Yeah, Blue Note. Yeah, when I was coming back yeah. to, to comedy. Um, this was in December. The goal was just to do two shows they had me scheduled for. And then I put that up. This is like after maybe a couple, maybe like 10 videos I started posting. So I was getting a good amount of followers. And that sold out quick, the two shows. So I was like, oh, let's add another show. Boom, sold out. Yeah, another show. Boom, sold out. Another, another, You're another. like, I'm Joe Coy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up doing 18 shows at, wow. at Blue Note. So no way. In December of 2020 and then through january 2021 so that's awesome yeah that was a great great. experience and it all sold out like like the day of i would post it you know so i used to love going to comedy shows Hmm? back before i had kids yeah you know they kind of sucked the humor out of you (laughs) (laughs) but but i i think i would want to go back well, we gotta go check him out now. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay. he's really good. He's and really it's good. it's unique now because you're behind a glass, right? When you're performing like that. Yeah, I'm hoping that glass gets removed. Doesn't make sense now. That's why, like, you, yeah. Well, technically, if you look at the the CDC guidelines, it's only meant for musicians. You can't sing, um, without a glass. You need a glass if you're going to be singing on stage. Okay. If you're just giving a speech, you don't need one. But those venues just keep it there because they have musicians that yeah, come sure. up to and it's a pain to take it up and down up right? and down up and yeah. down yeah so I think if I like personally requested to take it off they probably would and but they'll probably look into it more but correct me if I'm wrong whoever is listening but I think it's just singers that are allowed 
I wouldn't. Them. That doesn't make any sense though, because yeah. singers, talkers, same thing. Same right? thing too. Yeah, they're afraid of like the the spit flying. Yeah, but the best the best is the Justin. Justin, our, our friend Justin plays music. Six, he's six four. Yeah, so Justin, the, the, yeah, he's yeah. looking over the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so tall. He's looking, taller yeah. than the. It didn't yeah, even it's matter. Like, it's like they're, they're afraid classic. of the performers because, like, you can have because the stage is six feet away from everybody. Yeah, but yeah. and your parties are six feet. They don't need a glass. They're six feet, but right. you gotta have a glass behind the stage. Yeah, it's like you're like you're trapped at the zoo or something. <laughs> I think I'm an animal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so you know when you're writing your material, yeah. Uh, how does that work? Because I know there are comedians who will do a show uh, like work on material for mm. a year yeah and then once that year is over they just toss everything and they write all new stuff yeah or you know people do it in cycles is there do you have a way that you do yours now kind of yeah kind of like like cycles like that i mean everybody has their own opinions I, I i listen to a lot of comedy podcasts a lot of um big time comics say a joke is never finished you can always add on more to it mm. you know never try to throw stuff away but my my um <clears throat> The comedians that do that is like when when they when they put up a special, you know, and it's released to the whole world. Then of course you gotta gotta get rid of it yeah, and all man. that. So uh, I, I would I would post some stuff on on my Instagram and all that, but I try to post like crowd work interactions, things that just happen mm-hmm. off the cuff of my head, and I try to keep as much material as I am. But um, but now since I'm getting popular, you know, I I'm forced to like write new stuff. And <laughs> the pressure's on now. Pressure's on. Yeah. Oh pressure's man! On. Do, do you request people not film you doing your shows too? Yeah, yeah. I a lot of comedians do oh, that. Oh, for right? real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, they want to try it on YouTube. The joke's older. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that explains why. Uh, That's, yeah, because when Joe Coy was yeah. here, they say don't do it. The camera thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Joe Coy, I went Kevin to Kevin Hart um, even right. Yeah, yeah. You you went to his his last show. I I went to one of the Blazedell ones. The concert hall or the, yeah, the, or the arena? Arena, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah, he requested that because it's funny because I went to when he did that that whole eleven show sold yeah. out thing. Yeah, I went to one of them, and then um, he came back the next year at the Blaze though and yeah. did, and recorded a special. But yeah. it was the same exact set that he did. Oh, he did. Oh, the really? Same jokes, yeah. But the reason he did it is because he was filming it that time. And he told oh. he made a promise to Hawaii because he loves Hawaii so much that he's gonna film his next Netflix special here in Hawaii. So right. he just took that material. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Again It's still funny though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But yeah, that's a good point to bring up. Is just working on material. That that's what I, I struggle with a lot. Is is just funny enough? You know, yeah. it's funny because um, your your videos that you make is kind of on the fly though. You don't write. Oh yeah, those ones yeah. I don't write. I mean, I have the idea in my head, like like the Costco one. Like yeah. I just wanted to. Those are all spur of the moments that happen. You cannot sit back and plan those things. You just see it like, oh, there's a bed. I got to jump on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the samples. We're going to do something yeah, samples, about the samples. samples. Yeah, samples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the samples, they, they, they didn't have samples right. because of COVID. So yeah. we, we improvised and, and made our own. We <laughs> found like this cardboard box and, and like and like folded it up into a sample and, and, and did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic because I asked him if he got permission before you started the podcast to do it in Costco. And you really didn't get permission. You just got. You guys just kind of went and did it, right? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I got some support from some some workers, workers in there. there. <laughs> I kind of mention names though. <laughs> I get them in trouble. <laughs> Can you mention which Costco it was? Uh, it was Costco YPO. YPO. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I can never tell inside a Costco where it's. Yeah, people, it's weird. weird. Some people like even like in my comments they say, "Oh, that's YPO," or some other places like the doctor one. They said, "Oh, that's." In Kapolei, like I don't know how they know that. Like, That's strange. But they were right. Those some guys yeah. were right. 
Okay, they don't. They they have way too much free time on their hands. <laughs> yeah. I think. But I was just I, I was curious about the 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 writing part of it yeah. because I know that's for well, a lot of comedians that's the most challenging part because you can see something and think it's funny, but then to get it up on its legs and then to start working on it and yeah. and you know and so pair the small it off the small then, shows like with Jose them and yeah. all those feature shows that's what I use now to to work on material it, yeah. and do that, and then when I'm ready to 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 bring it out to to the world and mm-hmm. do that too. So Tumo, we have a. We do have a one section, scripted section of our podcast, <laughs> and that is uh, the Desert Island Discs oh, section. Okay. So we, we've, we're trying to massage the explanation, but basically, instead of Desert Island Discs, we're going to put it this way. If you were shot into space, you're never coming back to Earth <laughs> Yeah, because you're a young guy, so you get this better. And you could only try to make it as extreme as possible. You're not okay. on a, you're not on an island anymore. And there's shooting yeah. you into space. And in space, there's no Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. So you, you know cannot Spotify. come back. You're stuck you there. Come back. Yeah. Okay. And you can only, and they only give you a cassette recorder. You know what a cassette recorder is? Yeah. The thing, yeah. <laughs> you're young. That's all. You're only, not that old. That young, man. <laughs> you know how? You know what's weird? But I can tell people are young now by their skin. Like, see, he no more spots on his face. It's all, it's all nice. His skin. Like, well, no, yeah. I think that's his girlfriend's regimen. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, my, fa- my face, your face, we all got spots sun, all over bro. our face, you know? You know oh, well, no, sun, I don't, because yeah. I don't go in the sun like you do. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, anyway, so you can only take three cassettes with you to listen to to the end of time. So, a cassette has one song only? No, no. no, 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 no. It's, al- it's, it's albums. Okay. I mean, okay. uh, the, the Maybe hard part, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, well, see, well, see that's, the, that's the hard thing is nowadays, nowadays, right? Yeah. Everybody goes off of songs. They yeah. rarely go off of albums. Yeah. So when we would ask people what albums you would bring with you, they'd go, uh, albums? Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they have no oh, idea yeah, what yeah. that means. So, maybe so for us, sometimes it's, it's, you know, are there three artists that you would take yeah, with you? Oh, three you could take three yeah. music from three artists yeah. only. Yeah. Okay. What three artists would you, you take? Ooh. And just, just to have as entertainment? Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Lionel Richie is one of them. Oh, oh okay. interesting. Wow. Okay. Weird, okay. Uh, weird because well, maybe, I, the reason maybe I you're say not as that, young as I thought then. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, Richie is actually a, a close family friend of mine. That's oh, why. Really? What? what? So my mom is real good friends with him. And holy um, crap! Ever since he came to Hawaii, he's always come back and, and visit us. And whenever we go up to LA, he always brings us to his house and I all that. What? Uh, yeah. Trip. Yeah, really? He's a big big fan of my videos too and all that right nice. now. Nice. So. Oh my gosh. So him, his, he's one of them. Um, boys to men. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I like uh, Ekolu for just local. Oh, yeah. okay. He's my favorite local local artist here. Okay. In the All, right. All right. Yeah. What's the man is kind of out of your generation. Though, kind right? of. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm more like an old soul. I like that kind of you know mm. '90s R and B too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you should be listening to Kumu right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you okay with the the three member boys to men that currently exists, or do you are you a classic four? Do miss Sean? Yeah. Nah, they're both they're 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 okay. They're both okay. Yeah. I went to I didn't I went to their most recent Blazedale show. The only thing I didn't like is that they it was like a short performance. They only did like maybe forty five minutes. Like yeah. Tired was, was, it, was, oh. in, was it was that the one with New Edition too? No, no, it was just no? them. Yeah. Was it just them? Yeah. Oh wow. It was weird. It, that is short. It was short. It was like forty five minutes, and then um, the whole crowd was yelling "Hanaho, Hanaho," and they didn't even come out or anything. So. Mm. They probably was tired from all the dancing. Inside. Probably they are getting old. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Forty-five yeah. minutes of dancing for old people. They that's, still, that's they lot. still bring the house down though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you guys? 
Well, well, we've given ours before. We'll tell you off camera. We're going to take a quick break, though. Okay. Go to our Patreon, where we're going to talk well, about... Where we're going to put Tumor in the middle, and he's just going to tell jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I Good idea. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have him tell his newest joke that he has never told anyone ever. <laughs> so um, I think I, I'm I'm kind of debating on the question right now, but it's gonna be everybody's got to pick their favorite either comedic movie like comedy movie uh-huh. or comedy special. Mm. So, so I kind of want to hear a joke. I want to hear each one of us. We, tell why a don't joke. we do both? Okay, okay. Comedy right, movie okay. and then joke. Okay. okay, so we'll be back in, in a, in a we'll minute. We'll see if John's funny. <laughs>